48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. President Xi Jinping has said the 20th CPC National Congress in Beijing has invigorated the nation's fighting spirit. Here, Chief Executive John Lee says the government isn't trying to change people's political views and that he wants to build mutual trust with young people through action. And Deputy Financial Minister Michael Wong admits the government's proposed light public housing would have inferior facilities compared with traditional public flats, but insists the benefits of the temporary homes would outweigh any downsides. President Xi Jinping has said the 20th CPC National Congress in Beijing has united us as he closed the event in Beijing. Xi was speaking to party officials in the Great Hall of the People, where the Communist Party approved amendments to its constitution, which include the so-called two establishes and two safeguards. These would affirm Xi's status as core of the party and also cement the guiding role of his political thought within the party. He said the Congress has been a success. Thanks to everyone's joint efforts, this Congress has been a complete success, accomplishing our goals of uniting our thinking, fortifying our confidence, clarifying our path, and invigorating our fighting spirit. This Congress has helped raise our flag high, consolidated our strength, and united us in forging ahead. At the closing session, the 20th Central Committee of the Communist Party of China and the 20th CPC Central Commission for Discipline Inspection were elected. The 20th Congress also passed a resolution endorsing the report of the 19th CPC Central Committee and the work report of the 19th CPC Central Commission for Discipline Inspection. Chief Executive John Lee says the government won't try to change people's political views and that he wants to use the results of his actions to build mutual trust. He made the comment on an RTHK programme while talking about the government's youth policies. Mr Lee was asked whether he was trying to mend social divides. Actually, it's normal for us to have different views on different matters. We have a diversified society. It's also normal that we have different political views. Many things that are political, it's like religion. You believe in something, you don't change. So, I think in this regard, it's not practical to convince you to change. We shouldn't change a person's thinking. But we can use our action to make the person understand why we do something. I think this is most important. We use our action to draw people closer, then we can communicate. On a separate radio show, Mr Lee was asked how the authorities can help those who were convicted over the 2019 protests. He says the government and NGOs will do their best to have empathy in helping to rehabilitate those who have served their terms. Deputy Financial Minister Michael Wong says the government's proposed light public housing would have inferior facilities compared with traditional public flats, but would still be useful as they could be built more quickly. In his policy address this week, the CE proposed building 30,000 such units to ease the weight for public housing. Mr Wong said on a radio programme that shopping malls and social facilities would not be as abundant in light public housing estates, but this had to be balanced against the benefits. He stressed the living conditions in the proposed flats would be better than those of subdivided flats. The US Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and his Russian counterpart Sergei Shoigu have had a telephone conversation, their first contact since May. 
Both sides said they had discussed Ukraine. Brigadier General Patrick Ryder is a Pentagon spokesman. Secretary Austin took today as an opportunity to connect with Minister Shogu to have a conversation and keep those lines of communication open. We are eager to keep lines of communication open, particularly in light of the conflict that continues to be waged in Ukraine. Our primary focus is on working with our allies and our partners to make sure that the Ukrainians have the support that they need in their fight to defend their country. And now to the weather. It will be mainly fine and dry in the afternoon, becoming cloudy later on with moderate northerly winds. And the outlook, a few showers tomorrow and it'll be windy, but the weather should become fine and dry earlier in the week. And currently at the observatory, it's 30 degrees Celsius with a relative humidity now at 46%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is almost five minutes past one. Britain, France and Germany have urged the United Nations to investigate Russia's use of Iranian drones in its war against Ukraine. The Western countries argue that the transfer of drones from Iran to Russia is a violation of the Security Council resolution that endorsed the Iran nuclear deal. The U.S. Ambassador for Special Political Affairs, Jeffrey De Laurentiis, also supported the debate. The U.N. must investigate any violations of U.N. Security Council resolutions. And we must not allow Russia or others to impede or threaten the UN from carrying out its mandated responsibilities. Tehran and Moscow both deny that Iranian drones have been deployed in Ukraine, despite abundant evidence that they have been used to attack cities and power infrastructure. Russia's UN envoy said Moscow would reconsider its entire relationship with the UN Secretariat if it endorsed what he called a pseudo-investigation. The U.S. Congressional Committee investigating last year's attack on the Capitol building in Washington has issued a subpoena to Donald Trump. It said the evidence shows he played a central role in efforts to overturn his defeat in the 2020 election. Mr. Trump has been ordered to testify by the 14th of November. Here's the BBC's Peter Bowes. According to the House committee, the former president was in the thick of orchestrating what happened and acted illegally to obstruct the peaceful transition of power. Now its members want to hear directly from Mr Trump and see any relevant documents in his possession. The former president's lawyers said they would respond as appropriate to what they called this unprecedented action. Donald Trump could decide to go along with the request, appeal it in court or refuse to comply. Allies of Britain's former Chancellor Rishi Sunak say he's got the backing of 100 Conservative MPs, the threshold needed to enter the race to be the next party leader and Prime Minister. The politician, Craig Williams, is one of those supporting Mr Sunak. I've no doubt he'll have something to say in the coming hours, days, but clearly there are over a 100 colleagues that are pretty much publicly declaring that's the nomination threshold. So there's that parliamentary support again because let's remember that Rishi won most of the, in fact, all of them, uh, the parliamentary stages in the last, and I expect a huge outcry from the parliamentary party for him to come forward. And Mr Sunak's main rival is likely to be the former Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who is flying back from holiday in the Dominican Republic. Neither has confirmed their standing to replace Liz Truss. But dozens of MPs have backed Mr Johnson to return to power just months after he resigned over a series of scandals. On Friday, the leader of the House of Commons, Penny Mordaunt, became the first person to formally enter the contest. Opposition parties say there should be a general election.
To sport, and Hong Kong swimmer star Siobhan Hockey has won gold at the FINA World Cup in Berlin while smashing her own Hong Kong record in the 400 metres freestyle. She finished in some 3 minutes and 56 seconds, more than 3.5 seconds quicker than the runner-up. Her latest time is half a second quicker than the Hong Kong record she had already held. And in tennis, the former women's world number one, Simona Halep, has been provisionally suspended from international competition after failing a doping test. She is the most high-profile tennis player ever to fail a drugs test since Maria Sharapova six years ago. The BBC's Jane Dougal reports. On her social media channels, Simona Halep wrote that today begins the hardest match of her life, a fight for the truth. The Romanian tested positive for the banned substance Roxidastat after going out in the first round of the US Open earlier this year. The anti-anemia drug is on the world anti-doping banned list as it allows the body to take in more oxygen, which can help with endurance. The former world number one said she would fight until the end to prove that she never knowingly took any prohibited substance. And South Korean authorities have arrested a former defence minister and a former Coast Guard commander over their handling of the death of a fisheries official at the hands of North Korea. Soo Wook and Kim Hong-hee are accused of falsifying evidence to suggest the official was attempting to defect to the North when he was killed. Both men denied the charges. And now to end the news, the top stories once again. President Xi Jinping has said the 20th CPC National Congress in Beijing has invigorated the nation's fighting spirit. Here, Chief Executive John Lee says the government isn't trying to change people's political views and that he wants to build mutual trust with young people through actions. And Deputy Financial Minister Michael Wong admits the government's proposed light public housing would have inferior facilities but insists the benefits of temporary homes would outweigh the downsides. That's all the news from RTHK. The Chief Executive will deliver his policy address on October 19th. The full text and related publications will be available at policyaddress.gov.hk. Copies of the full text and leaflets can be obtained at Home Affairs Inquiry Centers. Leaflets can also be picked up at shopping centers, at public housing estates, selected government office buildings, major public libraries, and other locations. Radio 3. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Time to get our punk on. Back in the day, Blink-182 were my boys. And they just released a new single. Here they are, edging, right here on Radio 3. I'm a punk rock kid. I came from hell with the curse. She tried to pray it away. So I her in church. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Yeah, don't you know? Hit the road, hit the road. 
Mighty Boss Tones, gotta see these guys live. The impression that I get. Down to 